you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Good afternoon. This is Erin Addison's here on American Family Radio. Wednesdays with Will, and I'm Will Addison, and I'm glad that you can be with me today. Before I get started, I want to get through some announcements. Um, first of all, make sure you email us if you desire to email us at addisons at afr.net. That's addisons with a S, A D D I S O N S at afr.net. Also, on Sunday night, March 20th, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., I will be speaking at a daddy-daughter banquet at First Baptist uh, Church in Baldwin, Mississippi. Uh, Tickets are $30 per couple, uh, regardless of how many daughters. A meal will be provided. Uh, If you are interested in going, call 662-365. 5201 to reserve tickets. Also, our Marriage Family Life Conference is happening July 7th to the 9th. July 7th to the 9th. Uh, make sure you go to marriagefamilylife.net to uh, register. You want to do it now. Do it early. Um, don't be like, you know, last year. You know, if you're like me, sometimes you wait to the last minute and then it's like, uh-oh. But go now, go now, marriagefamilylife.net. You'll be hearing a lot more about this. Uh, our plan on airing the Addisons is to interview some of the speakers who will be speaking at this year's conference. And the conference theme is Here I Stand. Uh, man, it's just going to be a great time. It's been, the Lord has really blessed uh, this conference each year. And so I'm expecting the same uh, this year. Uh, so go to marriagefamilylife.net. That's July 7th to the 9th. Make sure you block that off on your calendars. You can extend your 4th of July vacation and come on uh, to Tupelo, Mississippi, and join us for the Marriage Family Life Conference, marriagefamilylife.net. Follow us on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. Search Erin Addison's, and you can watch the broadcast live if you would like to do that. Also, visit the By Design Facebook page. Just type in By Design and also the webpage at afa.net slash by design. And if you desire a clear and concise teaching on a biblical response to critical race theory, go to resources.afa.net and you can pick up a two-part teaching done by Miki Addison on this topic. I would advise you to go and do so. It's a um, great resource for you to have. But today, today that there's been a few things that's um that's kind of been on my heart. And um, you know, during the course of a week or a couple of weeks, you know, as you're reading the scriptures and you know, you're coming in contact with people and then, you know, maybe there's news articles out there. Man, a lot could be swirling around in your head. And as I had been reading some things, uh, looking at some scripture, 
it, it, it really kind of um, pressed upon my heart. And I wrote about this and you can find and I mentioned this this uh, blog that I uh, did recently for the stand. But it's called How Convenience and Comfort Can Be Obstacles. A lot of times when we're walking this Christian life, God will call us to take an examination of ourselves. Where are we? You know, uh, are we still in a position where we are uh, sensitive to the things of God? Uh, the things of this world have they hardened our hearts? And as Christians, we have to we have to examine ourselves because there are so many things going on in our world today. It's so easy to be calloused. It's so easy to have a position where it's like, man, you know, I just hate everything. You know, oh, man, all just all bad news, you know. And, and look, it's true. There's a lot of bad news out there, you know, but we have been called as believers to be salt and to be light to bring in the gospel into situations that are, are extremely dark. We have been commissioned, right? We have also uh, been uh, established as ambassadors for Christ, ones who represent our real home, which is heaven, you know, which is where the Lord is. But while we're here on earth, we've been called to represent uh, well for God. And if we're if we're so entangled and we'll talk about this even a little bit later in everything that's going on in, in the world and things that's happening around us, we can miss very valuable opportunities uh, where God may want to set up divine appointments, you know, for us to minister uh, to, the, to those who are lost. And so God had really been impressing that upon my heart. There's some there's a few steps that God has had me and I won't go all into that, but there's some things that he has called me to do. Uh, and, and, and I, I, look, I had to be obedient and do those things. It's very tangible things. It's things like writing down people's names who I come in contact with so that I would pray, you know, like sometimes we are surrounded by people, whether we, you know, are in the store or whether we, wherever we may be that don't know God. And then we're surrounded by people at times that we don't even know that they're, they are Christians as well. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, that, that always um, kind of puzzles me. You know, I'm like, man, I wonder how many people in this place are Christians. You know, I'm, you know, I could be surrounded by my brothers and sisters and don't even know. Them. It, it, it's, it's amazing. But a lot of times we've been surrounded by people who don't know God. And as one who have, has been redeemed by God, have been born again, man, that we should have much more of a burden for those who are lost. And I... Man, I pray, God, soften my heart. Help me not to be callous by the things that I see, the things that I hear, all the stuff that's going on around us. It's so easy for us to be calloused. It's so easy for us to forget that at one time we were lost. We've been found like God brought us in. But at one time we were lost. Sometimes we can have been in the faith for so many years that, you know, the old life is a distant memory. But, yes, that's a good thing in, in a way. But when it comes to just totally forgetting, you know, what God has brought us from, that could be bad because we don't have the compassion and the burden for those who are still in that situation right now. So the Lord is, has really been challenging me personally as I see the things that are happening in the world, right? We, we, we know the headlines. 
we see what's going on in other parts of the world. You know, the big thing is what's happening in Ukraine, you know, with Russia. But there's wars in other places as well where people, you know, are suffering. There are things happening. And we as Christians, especially Christians in America, we have to watch out that we are not being consumed by the things that God has blessed us with. And, and I would even say that some of these, these things are not blessings, <laughs> that the enemy has set them up, you know, to lull us to sleep. But God has given us blessings. And sometimes what happens when you have blessings, you get comfortable and you're not really pressing in and you get so consumed about, by things that, you know, are of this world that you forget the mandate that we all have as believers to be ambassadors for Christ. So what I want to do for a portion of, of uh, my time uh, today was to look at this blog that I, re- that I wrote because I feel like, look, it's, it's, it's amazing. One thing, my dad, my dad passed away years ago. Uh, he was a godly man. Uh, he, was, he was an encouragement to me. He was one that I can always count on uh, for wisdom. He gave great advice. And one thing, one thing my dad told me, and it would always come back to me, he said, Will, you need to write. <laughs> Will, you need to write. God has given you ability to write. You need to write. I used to write poetry when I was in school, I, I, and it was a way for me to kind of uh, have a release, you know, a, a way that I can get my thoughts out because I didn't talk much. I've never been a, a big talker. So it's amazing even right now that I get to do this. <laughs> and you know, but um, but my dad would say you you need to write, and so this would come back to me time you know uh, at at times and when I feel like man I I need to write I need to express what I'm feeling you know and so I want to read what I wrote because I feel like I write better than I I speak <laughs> so I want to read some of this but and this is what the Lord laid on my heart uh, this week one morning. And so what I have, I have uh, this thing on my phone is called Evernote and you can put in notes, you know. So I write a lot of stuff and I put it in my phone and I save it, you know, whether that be uh, things that God impressed upon my heart that may be sermons um, in the future. You know, it can be quotes. It could be thoughts. I try to capture those things because, you know, if you don't get it down somewhere, hours will pass and you'll lose it. You'll be like, man, what was that thing I was thinking about? So I, I make it a habit to have this in my phone, this, this uh, app where I can write down my thoughts. And, and here was one of them. It says, how convenience and comfort can be obstacles. Kroger uh, click list, Amazon Prime delivery, Grubhub, grocery home deliveries are all things we have grown to love. And by nature, we love convenience. It makes our lives easier. And for introverts like me, it helps you to avoid crowds and being surrounded by people that, quite frankly, you could go without being around. Is this a problem? Well, like everything in this life in Christ, we have to weigh our hearts and submit this to examination of the Holy Spirit. As followers of the way, we have been commissioned to go and make disciples. 
Is it possible that when we surround ourselves with modern conveniences, we hamper the spread of the gospel and effectively remove points of contact uh, with the world? Does our affinity for modern conveniences take us out of the game? I don't really get out a lot, but when I do have to go into the store, I get what I need and nothing more. Then I'm out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't waste time. I just I know what I, I need and I get it and I'm gone. Yet the Holy Spirit has been impressing on me lately to take an interest uh, in the state of the souls of the people I'm around daily. I love to work out. I love to work out at the gym. And it's pretty much my only hobby. And there are people I see every morning that the Holy Spirit points out to me to pray for and to look for an opportunity to share the gospel. This is being a light in this dark world as we go. This is not meant to be uh, meant as a correction as if I look down on everyone else who is not fulfilling their duties as ambassadors, but I take part in this conviction to the glory of God. When we look at the straight edge of scripture, we see how comfort, convenience, and just being content could hamper what God has commanded us to do. Acts chapter eight gives us a picture of this. The deacon Stephen had just been murdered and Saul was breathing out threats upon the followers of the way. The Bible says that the believers began to scatter, but, it may, but amazingly, as they scattered fleeing persecution, they preached the gospel as they went. How many of us under duress because of the gospel would have, uh, would have preached it at the, at, would have preaching it at the forefront of our minds and on our tongues. So if we're being persecuted for the gospel, how many of us, as we are scattering, would be preaching the gospel? We probably would be complaining and thinking about other things. Nevertheless, they went out and they preached. So the gospel spread because the church became uncomfortable. I'm going to stop right here and I'll pick up after the break. But this is something that the Lord has laid upon my heart. How comfortable am I? Am I so comfortable that I don't even get out to share the good news? What well, that used to be a feature, you know, of what we did. We would go out and we would share the gospel as believers in Christ. Are we so pinned in our homes and doing the things that we want to do that we miss those opportunities? This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will. And I'll be back right after this. I love this country, and I was born here. And I've written many songs glorifying it. <laughs> but it ain't perfect. Now I'ma write a song criticizing it. Don't be surprised now. We are just the empire of lies now. It's looking like we're meeting our demise now. Put your faith in God and look up to the skies now. We are just the empire of lies now. We are just the empire of lies now. Looking like we're meeting our demise now Put your faith in God and look up to the sky now The time is now, we're just the empire of lies now Need an overhaul, overseas we so involved I see the writing, it's on the wall This Babylon, we gonna fall You think 
God is looking down and proud of all his people. We kill babies by the millions. He will crush us. We are feeble. Uh, he is God. We are man. He's the rock. We are sand. He's got a rod with a big old hand. One swipe, all your little plans, man. Okay, I will not put any faith in the man. I will look to the sky. <laughs> are you going to make it to heaven? This real better look in my eyes. Bro, China, Russia. Man, ain't the ops. To ones in our country. And most of them making the lies. And most of them making a the prop. Take a look at the clock. Time is ticking. He the boss. God's coming with the big old mop. Okay, let me get this straight. We kick God out of just about everything that we possibly can in this country. We kick him out of schools. We kick him out of government. We push homosexuality on our children. We tell little boys that you could be a little girl. The cup of iniquity and immorality is overflowing in this country. And we expect God to protect us? I don't think don't so. Don't be surprised now. We this is Erin Addison's here on American Family Radio. Wednesdays with Will. And that right there is uh, Tyson James with Empire of Lies. And today we we're talking about convenience and comfort and how we have to really guard ourselves against those things that we are not being consumed by the things that God has blessed us with. You know, sometimes we take the blessings of the Lord and we, you know, uh, overdo it. Like we, we're kind of like, man, we get comfortable so much so that we don't have a vibrant Christian walk or walk by faith or we you know that when God calls us to do some hard things we can't do it because we you know don't want to <laughs> you know and so I was reading a blog that I that I wrote and uh and I'm going to continue on with that so when I stopped off I said what was the result of going out well the Bible highlights how Philip spread the word uh, resulting in the manifestation of God's power throughout Samaria. Revival ensued. Philip uh, even had an encounter with an Ethiopian eunuch who had a prominent position in the court of Candace. It was a divine appointment to share the gospel with a ripe soul. Church history tells us that this eunuch was instrumental in uh, in the good news spreading throughout Ethiopia. This too was the result of the people of God forsaking convenience and being uncomfortable. Look at the time where they were scattered. If you, you can read about it in, in the book of Acts and it highlights um, Philip going to Samaria and God really working in a powerful way, uh, saving people Man, demons being cast out, all type of things happening. But it, it was as a result of them, you know, scattering, being uncomfortable. But as they were going, they were still preaching the message of the gospel. And so you see how God used this. You know, he desired that the gospel would spread. And one thing about America, I think one of the blessings of America is that we have been uh, ones that promote the spread of the gospel throughout the world. Like we've been known for that. And I, but I think as of late, there's been a lot of other things that we have spread throughout the world that is not pleasing to God. But America has, I think one of the reasons why America has been blessed is because of the way that we were founded. And also the, 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 um, the way that God has used us to, to preach the gospel Oh, man, all over the world. But I tell you this, 
when a place does not show itself useful to God anymore and begin to like um, submit to things that are sinful, even within our laws, things that are sinful, you know, and not that it's just happening now that this is the these these are the years that this is just happening that things are sinful in our laws. No, it, it's been it's been happening, but you can feel and see that with a high hand, a lot of wickedness is being done in our country. Like there's a boldness about it now that I, man, you know, that I have never seen. You know, there's a boldness that we have as a, as a people about sin. You know, there's a, a, a just there's an attitude of, look, you can't tell me anything. I don't want to hear the word of God in this country. You know, and so I think when you look at those things, you're like, man, God, how long? How long? But we as the people of God, we have to make sure that we are not consumed by being comfortable and having, you know, luxuries and things like that. Is it bad to have things and to be blessed? No, I don't believe it is. But it's bad when things have you. So much so that we can't really fulfill what God is calling us to do in reaching the lost. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one through four has been a passage that I often find myself thinking deeply about as I evaluate my conduct and my life. It says, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. It always uh, strikes me that a feature of the end time is that mankind will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And it sounds a lot like the times in which we live. There's a, there's a lot of other things listed here, you know? Lovers of self, we see that all the time. Lovers of money, yes, that's happening today. Boastful, arrogant, yes, we could say yes to that. Revilers, disobedient to parents. We see that happening. And not only, and just to take a note from the being disobedient to parents, we have a system set up even within our schools that want to help children to be disobedient to their parents. That you would just have personal autonomy. That you don't have to, you can do whatever you want to do with your body, with who you are. Their parent can't tell you anything. We have a whole system that's set up to help children be disobedient to parents. That's a feature of the end time. Ungrateful. Yes, I see that. Unholy. Yes, we see that. Treacherous. Yes, we see that. Reckless. Yes, we see that. Conceited. Yes. And then lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Wow. Spurgeon once said, If sinners be damned, at least 
let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped about their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled in the teeth of our exertions and let not one go unwarned and unprayed for. Man, that's a powerful quote. Let not one go unwarned and unprayed for. And I ended the blog by saying, may our hearts burn like never before for the lost. And may we not allow convenience and comfort to rob us of points of contact as we go with him making disciples, making disciples. We have to really survey ourselves as we're as we're living, as we have life going. Look, you know, um, I'm married. I have six children. There's a lot that goes on. There's a lot that I have to be concerned about. There's a lot that I have to take care of. Man, but Lord, help. let it not be that I'm consumed by those things more than making sure that my relationship with you is where it needs to be. Lovers of pleasure. Man, that, that can be a whole lot of things. Like what if, if we had to evaluate ourselves with a list of priorities, what's at the top? Because there can be some good things that become idols. You know, politics can become an idol. Man, our families can become an idol. Our children can become idols. Our possessions can become idols. The Lord had me to also um, go through a few uh, scriptures. And I just want to read and comment because, again, you know how we do on Aaron and Addison's. We rest upon the straight edge of Scripture. It's the Word of God. And so I want to read um, these Scriptures. And it highlights how we as believers, we are set apart. We're not supposed to be entangled by everything that's in this world because we've been given a mission. But a lot of times we're so distracted. Man, we're easily distracted that it's easy for us to come off of our mission and to focus on something else. Second Timothy chapter two, verse three and four. It says, suffer hardship with me. This is Paul speaking as a good soldier of Christ. Jesus, no soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Powerful. Something I gleaned from this, you know, because there's a lot of family um, language in the Bible. I've talked about that before. But there's also language about being a soldier, you know, having your mind fixed and being disciplined. And Paul starts this off. He says, suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We are called to be soldiers for Jesus Christ. But then he goes on, he says, no soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. So there's a lot of things that happen in everyday life. 
We are to tend to the things that we need to tend to. We have responsibilities. But man, there are certain things that encroach upon our lives that we should not be entangled with. And we get easily entangled by those things. Man, it could be something as small as sports. You know, it could be something like success. Or wanting our children to be successful by the standards of the world. Those things entangle us. We'll give time and energy to those things before we give time and energy and prayer to the spread of the gospel, to making disciples. Like we really have to check our hearts. This is something, again, that the Lord uh, uh, checked me on. And so the thing is, we have to be able to do an honest evaluation of ourselves and say, where am I? Where am I? Am I a soldier that has been entangled in the, in the affairs of this life, of everyday life? If so, we need to make the adjustment. We need to go before the Lord and we need to say, Lord, that's me. Help me to prioritize the things that are important. Help me. Another scripture, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, says, Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers, <laughs> aliens and strangers, to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles, so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may because of your good deeds, as they observe them, glorify God in the day of visitation. We are aliens and strangers in this land, in this world. Man, and it's hard for us to understand this and really uh, uh, grasp this because this is all we know. But man, our home is somewhere else. We are, we are passing through for real. It's not a fairy tale. And so as aliens, as strangers, we are to abstain from fleshly lusts, which wage war against the soul. Man, I used to always say that, man, this world to our flesh is like Disney World for the flesh. It's like there's so many like, you know, things to, to do and so many attractions, so many. It's like a, 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 a park, an adventure park. You know, there's so much that we can be enticed by or do this, come do this. And man, we have to be to a point where we're able to see those things that would try to entangle us and that we would stay away from that, that we would remember that we are aliens and that we are strangers in this world. And because of that, we abstain from fleshly lust, which wage war, man, wage war against our souls. That's some powerful language. I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm... I'm I have some more scriptures I'm going to read, but I'm going to open up the phone line. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. If you want to give me a call pertaining to what we're talking about today, as far as comforts and conveniences and how we need to guard ourselves from being lulled to sleep. You can give me a call, 888-589-8840. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will, and I'll be back right after this.
was chasing after vapors guest up. Now I'm thinking I was This is Erin Addison's here on American Family Radio. Wednesdays with Will. Um, thank you for joining me. This that's uh, Trip Lee with Gave It All. And I just want to continue on with these scripts. I want to get to the calls that are there as well. So don't go don't go anywhere I'm coming. Uh, but I want to uh, uh, read the rest of these scriptures because I, I really believe that we have to recalibrate our hearts and our minds with the word of God. You know, we get off course. You know, we get concerned by, by things that maybe we need not be concerned with. It's so easy for us to be entangled by things in this world. But, man, the Word of God gets us back on course. So um, I read the scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse 3 and 4, then 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 11, verse 13 through 16 says, All these died in faith without receiving the promises. But having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance and having confessed that they were strangers... And exiles on the earth for those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. That's, I mean, it's amazing. Having confessed that they were stranger and strangers and exiles on the earth. Wow. John chapter 17, verse 15 to 16. It says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I'll stop right there and, and uh, get to some calls. The number, again, is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. And I'm going to go to Jerry in Texas. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Brother Will. I always love Wednesdays with Will. I try and listen as often as I can. I praise God for you and, and Miki. Thank you. Uh, I will say that your plug at the beginning, I've got that two-part series that Miki did. Yes. Uh, I love it. It's wonderful. It's a great teaching tool. I agree with uh, what you're saying about the people in the end times. I, I, I guess I've been reading my Bible uh, faithfully, more faithfully in the past two years or so, and I think God, you know, as we as we do that, we can gain that more discerning spirit of the mm. things that go on around us, and we can discern spiritually what's right from what's wrong, yeah. not just by people's actions but by people's words. Um, and I think the two things that most make people uncomfortable, obviously, in today's time, probably for a while, is politics and religion. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, those are the things that really, as Miki was saying yesterday and the day before, we, we, we've got to go back to the source of what's right and wrong. We've got to yeah. get into the Word, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. And if it that's makes right. people feel uncomfortable that it's wrong, then that's what's right. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to take a lot of time. I, I do agree, uh, you know, I I listened to yesterday's program this morning, mm -hmm. and I understand that, you know, being married myself, me and my wife don't always agree on everything, and that's, <laughs> that's the way God intended it. We yes. strengthen each other with that, with that opposition, but as long as we come to the source of God's Word and understand what He says, then yes. And I think people have been throwing out word salads a lot lately, <laughs> and I agree. Uh, I see both of your points on the Disney thing. 
uh, personally know I've dropped my Disney subscription just because of their stance in the past and yeah. the way that they started opening up to a lot of their programs. Right. I can't watch. I can't let my kids watch that. Right. No, I know? agree. Yeah. I, I do a Pure Flix subscription, which is a whole lot more Christian based, mm-hmm. uh, and I've started we- waning off of those things that aren't godly, and it's made me stronger in my faith. But brother, Amen. keep doing what you're doing. We're praying for you and Miki. Uh, maybe one day we'll get over to your marriage life conference. Yeah. And we just pray for you, brother. Just keep strong in the Lord. Oh, Have a man. good day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jerry. I appreciate that. Um, man, that's that's real, you know. Um, and if you didn't hear the show from yesterday, you can go back and check out the archives. You know, we had a, a disagreement about what was going on as far as uh, Florida is concerned and what they call the don't say gay bill. I mean, whatever, you know, which that bill has passed. So kids would be protected from, you know, being taught this stuff in schools. Um but anyway, so that's what Jerry was alluding to. But, um, yeah, if you, if you didn't get here yesterday's show, it's a good show. And uh, that would be a continuation of that show because uh, Miki wasn't finished yet. So, <laughs> all right, let's go to Lois. Lois in Texas. Hi, Lois. Hello. Good, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine. That's good. I was just having a question about the scripture you read, First Timothy Chapter 2. Okay. Was it verses 3 and 4? 1 Timothy. Uh, no, it was uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Oh, 2 Timothy. Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, I had it written down in 1 Timothy. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Yes. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, mm-hmm. that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. That's right. Thank you. Yes. It, yes. Does that answer your question? Do you understand that, what it was saying? Yes, or? I see. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Lois. I appreciate your call. Um, and, again, you know, that was in reference to not being entangled by the things of this world. There's so much that goes on. And so it's so easy to be entangled that we have to guard ourselves as believers, you know, from that. We got to make sure that we are always about the Lord's business. And look, we have things that we have to handle. We have life situations that we are responsible for. But at the same time, there's certain things that we get entangled with that we shouldn't even uh, get entangled with. And we do. The number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Let's go to Andy in Tennessee. Hi, Andy. Hey, how are you doing, Will? I'm doing good. I uh, just wanted to tell you that I appreciate your format. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate you telling the way it is. Amen. Um, I'm an older generation, and I can tell you that it starts with the younger generation, with all of the uh, 60s and 70s and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And if people don't realize that, you know, that they're letting their children um and, uh, you know, participate in some of these things that they do, yeah. then it's just going to get worse later. 
Yeah. And so you, you told it like it was, and that's really all I want to say. And I want thank to thank you. you for just laying it down like it is. And also, don't change your format. Don't worry about, uh, you know, we shouldn't say this and we shouldn't say that. Just keep on telling it like it is. Amen. And I appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate you. I appreciate that encouragement. And I, I want to stop and say, too, you know, um, the Lord had laid on, on my heart to um, to do Wednesdays um, and to give Miki time to do some other things that, that she's working on that the Lord has put on our heart. So these Wednesdays with Will, you know, I didn't know how it was going to go, but I just knew that I uh, I had to do what the Lord was uh, calling me to do. And, and, and as you can hear, my style and the way that I do things is different from my wife. We're different people, but we work together. We're a team. And so um, I, I just want to say thank you to the email for the emails and the different comments that I have received about the Wednesday shows and that people um, that you guys appreciate um, what the Lord ha- has been speaking to me uh, that I'm able to relate to you. So another scripture that um, that I had on this list that, that I felt like God was pointing me to is John chapter 15 and it's verse uh, 18 to 20. And if you want to call, you can call 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. But it says, if the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. I've always said that this is something that we have to be comfortable with. You know, I talked about not being comfortable, but we have to be comfortable with the fact that we will not be accepted by this world. And if there is a wholesale acceptance of us, We really have to check ourselves because it's so pronounced in the word of God that we will not be loved by this world, you know, and we can see how the world is turning and things are happening that we and our fate will always be at odds with this world and its system. It just will. And so Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. Yes. Yes. And we need to own this and say, man, and understand it really and understand that we would not be loved by this world. This is a feature of living in Christ. Now, we're not out there trying to be jerks. We're not out there trying to be hostile and do things to stir up trouble. But we're, if you're going to stand on the truth of God's word, you will not be liked. It said like this, everyone who will live godly in this life will suffer persecution. If you're going to live godly in this life, the Apostle Paul said you will suffer persecution. And that's just a fact. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Robert uh, in Mississippi. Hi, Robert. Hey, good afternoon, Will. I hope you're doing well. Seems like you're doing great. Just a couple of quick comments. One, I like your format. With Will, it brings a real dynamic to the, uh, to the overall Aaron Addison's programming. The program as a whole is very much appreciated. Um, I like uh, what you and Mickey do with the the approach to discernment. I think we all, no matter how long we've been uh, maturing in the faith, as you say, 
no matter how we've been doing this, we all have, uh, we can always do a better job at that. Certainly, yeah. and, and you guys have certainly been uh, uh, been a blessing to me and my growth. Nice. And, uh, one thing I can't remember if it was on your program I heard it, uh, but it was kind of a slight admonishment uh, that sometimes we spend a lot of time picking up and bearing crosses that aren't ours to bear. And so the discernment is really important that we know that what we are doing is right and that uh, even if we're doing good, sometimes it's our, not our good to be done. Mm. So I'll hang up and uh, just listen to your comment from there. All right. Thank you so much, Robert. I appreciate those comments. Uh, and, and you're right. There's some things that we try to do that God hasn't really called us to do it. You know, that may be something else. You know, it might be a good thing. But it may not be a God thing for us that he wants us to do. And that's why it's, it's beautiful to, to be a part of the body of Christ, because there are so many different uh, giftings and diversity of giftings, man, and, and things that God has called different ones to do and to be a part of and to help out. And so we have to have a respect for the body, you know, that everything is not in me. You know, I don't have that mindset that I can do it all. No, I can't. I need my brothers and sisters and I, and I appreciate being a part of the body of Christ. Let's go to this last call here. Uh, Todd in Louisiana. Hi, Todd. Hey, Will. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Um, yes. I'd like to share John chapter 18 with you. Uh, okay. You know, the Lord says um, that in this world we shall have troubles. He said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Amen. So my, I'm going to piggyback on that. And as you see what's going on in the world with Ukraine and Russia and all that, you know, you see all the death and destruction. But he, he, we have to remember that God has already saved us. And just because we're not here doesn't mean we're not going to the next life. And we're going to be happy with him and we're going to live. And I'm going to hang up and listen to you, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for that, Todd. Um, yes, you know, this world is, is full of trouble. But we can be of good courage. You know, we can take heart because God has overcome. He's overcome this world. And so we should live as such. And the, the, the thing that I hope uh, was um, conveyed today uh, through what I was saying is that let's not take ourselves out of the game because of the different conveniences and different luxuries we may have. Let not uh, those things consume us. It's good to, man, man, praise God that we're blessed and that we live in a blessed nation. But let's not let the blessings of the Lord stifle our ability to accurately and robustly uh, proclaim the good news, to proclaim the gospel. And not only just make, uh, uh, like evangelize, but I'm talking about make disciples because that's the call. We've been called to go and to make disciples. And so, man, we got to see and, and check our lives to see if anything is hindering our ability to make disciples for the Lord. And if so, we have to make the, the adjustments. Well, this has been Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio Wednesdays with Will. Thank you for listening. And tomorrow we'll be back, Lord willing. Until then, God bless. <laughs>